Uh, I got to go, Julia. We got cows. See, now it's my turn. <laughs> now it's my turn to laugh at you doing the intro. Quote. Awesome. <laughs> yep. So welcome, everyone. It is time for Ian Hates Movies. My name is Ian. And I'm Kelly. And today we are doing one of Kelly's all-time favorite movies, apparently, because she's been <laughs> freaking out. I don't know if anyone, I mean, hopefully you do. Hopefully you follow uh, Nerdy Girl Ivy on Facebook because she's I've just been so many memes. Well, why, <laughs> why do we even keep these movies as a surprise anymore? Like quote, quote unquote surprise. Uh, <laughs> Cause you just kept posting. I, if no one knew what movie we were going right. to do by now. Yeah. So I, I don't know what the deal is, but yes, we are, we are back. Uh, we are here for another episode. Hopefully you're enjoying all of our, immensely popular and long episodes, which is what I'm told on a regular basis. I keep getting people, they're like, now I don't commute. When the hell am I going to listen to this? And I'm like, I don't know. Sorry, they're all two hours long. Yeah, and that's just the way it is because we do enjoy doing this. So even if it's a movie we don't necessarily care about, it's still fun. So if you haven't put it together yet, uh, especially based on Kelly's memes and her hint from last week when we did uh, Captain America Civil War, uh, we are doing the 1996 classic Twister. Twister. Yep. And it was actually kind of interesting because when I was doing my research, it actually released May 10th, I think. May 10th, uh, nine, uh, sorry, wow, 1996. Uh, so it's just a little over 20 years old. So I think it's a good time for us to be doing this. I think if there was ever a time to do right. Twister, this Before is the Before they remake it. I mean, you got to... Get it in now. Oh, no, wait. Are they really remaking it? No. I'm or, okay, just I just had to. <laughs> all right, I was going to. Okay. Well, I mean, the only other time I could think is that if we had done it back when they closed the Twister ride at Universal Studios in Florida. Right. Well, see, now thanks to Japan, Japan still has Twister. So you guys have to go out there to see any of the classic rides now. They still have Jaws, they still have Back to the Future, they still have all those rides. That's the one I want. I want to go to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to see Back to the Future ride for sure cuz I never got to see that. And then I would love to see the Jaws ride because that's the ride they talk about in Mallrats is where he wants to propose to his girlfriend. <laughs> is on <laughs> is when the shark pops out of the water. <laughs> that's like such a big deal for him. Is he's got to do it there. So for me that would just be iconic for Mallrats and not even Jaws. Yeah, I I did before we go into the movie and everything. I did actually, for the first time, I've only been to Florida once uh, for the amusement parks, and it was last December, no, sorry, December, last October I went, and that's when I did those, uh, the scary haunted house things that I talked about in the podcast before, but there is where I went on the Twister quote-unquote ride. Experience. Experience, yeah, I did that a couple times, and <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I did it because now it's gone, so yeah. I was, it's same with the... Uh, the so what wait wait I'm I'm the Beetlejuice fucking live show which is awful the graveyard review oh it was yes. so bad <laughs> oh it was so bad uh but hey I'm so glad I did it because it's no longer there uh but yeah the Twister ride is <laughs> you go through multiple different rooms 
where it's like there are barns and there's like yeah, signposts. Yeah, but they're shit. There's like a car through the roof yeah. and shit's leaking. Like it's it's a disaster area you're walking through. And that's what they try to do. I mean, and while that's happening, there are films of their little, I, I don't know if they're safety films or something, from Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt <laughs> telling you that it's really would suck to have a tornado go through your house. It's right. like, fuck, yeah, I know. Like... I, I completely understand that. And then they talk about how sucky it was to do the movie. Um, and when you read about it, it was like, what a shitty time they had doing this movie. It was not a fun Hollywood time. They were getting pelted by shit. Like oh, they got yeah. blinded once. I, like, I mean, it's hell. They throw debris at them. Shit's blowing up. I mean, it. you know, you sign all the waivers. It's fine. Oh, for sure. And that's what happens when you go through the ride is finally you get through the warning videos. And then they take you to the staging area where they've got like a gas station and a car and like electric uh, posts, like, you know, like telephone poles and all that right. kind of stuff. And it's then a sign from the movie theater. Yep. And then they slowly, slowly start the wind going and they start like brief thunder, periods of thunder, the lightning. brief periods of things start to move a little bit. And then they start the wind and everything starts rocking. And then just, I'm, I mean, it's no longer exists, is, ah, exists here. So. Uh, they fucking spray you from behind with a bunch of fucking water. <laughs> I'm so pissed. It's <laughs> Florida. It's hot and miserable. No, that's true. As soon as you walk outside, it's like gone. You're yeah, sweating you're anyways. Good. Yeah. Uh, but they hit you in the back and then the post goes down and starts a fire and the car starts blowing and then there goes a the cow <laughs> right across. Yes. Everyone loves the cow going across. Yes. Yep. So that's that's your twister experience there. And the best you get obviously empty out into the gift shop, and it was nothing but cow merchandise, tractor merchandise, and twister merchandise. Yeah. Well, that's that's what you got to remember is any time like we could go through the fucking long list of TV shows and movies and whatnot that have all parodied twister in their life. Like any time there's a cow going, like anytime someone does a twister thing, there and a cow goes through, they are. Either giving an homage to Twister or just straight up making fun of it, yes. whatever it happens to be. Scrubs did it. South Park did it. Like, there's a huge <laughs> list. Uh, they made Disaster Movie where they just had a bunch of cows going through. And, you know, fuck those movies. But they're doing a bunch of cows going through. That's that's the homage to Twister. <sighs> so here's the Yay! thing. I know. It, I, Kelly is very excited. I am not a fan. <laughs> I'm going to straight up say that. And I'm proud of you. You watched it three times. Yes. And it's a fucking two hour long movie. I know. <laughs> it's it's true. I don't know where I found the time. I was doing other podcasts while watching it in the background. Uh, I couldn't. I, I I don't like disaster movies. It's not because I'm afraid of these things. I'm not I'm not like I, it's the same way as I'm not a huge action movie fan. Like I'm not a big like I was fine with Mad Max. I know Kelly doesn't like Mad Max, the new yeah. one. Yeah, but I would choose that movie over this one any day. I've just never been a fan of the like environmental movies. I So are you saying we're not doing like twenty twelve and San Andreas Feltz and like really? I'll do any movie with the rock in it. You yes! you choose a day. I'll, I'll do what well, you awesome. wanna do Walking Tall, you wanna do uh, oh. what's the one where they're running through the jungle with Stifler? Uh Oh that, yeah. The runaway, yeah, the runaway. We'll do that. I just haven't Tooth seen Fairy. any. I haven't right. seen Fast and Furious since the first one. Uh, like I hate that shit. Uh, but I want more Rock Central. Yeah, I think we can figure that out. 
that's Sweet. that shouldn't be a problem. Except we will not be seeing Jumanji that he's redoing right now uh, with Jack Black and someone else. And fuck <gasps> that. Like I, I once again, I wasn't a huge fan of Jumanji. I know people are gonna gasp and no, but there's such great quotes from that. I mean, no, there um, are, there are. I just, I don't know. I've never. I, I don't even want to like shoot myself in the foot with the audience and stuff right now. I mean, everyone knows I have strong opinions, hence Ian Hates Movies is the, <laughs> is the title of this. And even though we do talk about great movies, like last week when we did uh, Captain America, I don't... I mean, I would recommend this to people who like disaster movies, but okay. if you said, hey, I really want a well-written, well-acted movie... I, no. Twister would be nowhere near my list. Yeah, but you don't put any disaster movies on that list. Come on. Well, yeah, I guess yeah. that's Dante's the point. Peak, really? Come on. No. Well, there's like jumping on lava and shit, right? <laughs> Remember when Volcano <laughs> yeah. and Dante's Peak came in like a month apart? Why do they keep doing that? There's tons of movies that when that, like it was, the, all the magician movies came out at the same time and then Ants and A Bug's Life, like, okay, we know who's going to win that war. And it's like, really? What? By the way, I'm glad you brought up fucking magician movies because... <laughs> Yes. Did you see the trailer for Now Now You See Me Too or whatever, where they actually have Harry Potter in the movie yes. now? Yes. I, first of all, did you see the first one? Yes. We should probably do an Ian Hates movies for that because that movie is garbage. It's, it's straight up garbage. How do you make, unless it's the prestige where you're telling a backstory movie to the magic, you know what I mean? Right. Like you're telling oh, wait, wait, wait. So you're taking prestige over The Illusionist? I like The Illusionist too. So let's just actually, okay. those were another one. Didn't they both come out very? Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Close? Those are yeah. two magic movies that came out. Right. They did. <laughs> that is very funny, actually. Uh, I, I completely forgot about The Illusionist. But if you take those two that actually had backstories to them, and you know that in a movie, they're already using quote unquote movie magic. So there's no, like, there's a difference between seeing a movie with magic. And seeing magic in real life, and I'm not oh, talking yeah. about real life magic. I'm talking about like right. going to see like Penn and Teller do a show or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. Like David Copperfield, um, yeah, all the ones in Vegas. So why would you go see Now You See Me when you? It doesn't matter. There's no sleight of hand. There's no nothing. It's a movie. So they because just go, the hey, we disappeared. Same reason you to. go see Magic Mike, like because I want to see Channing Tatum take his clothes off. I want to see Woody Harrelson pull a goldfish out of someone. Like that's just that's just how it works. So that's your that's your goal. There is the Woody Harrelson part. No, that's the only reason I saw that movie. Oh <laughs> well, that's what I mean. That's okay. Yeah. All right. No. That's fine. I didn't know if maybe it was the combination of him and Jesse Eisenberg or something. <laughs> I mean, I like them in Zombieland. They were, you know, people forget that they were in that, and that's true. the second one supposed to be coming out for that at some point too. So who the Bill fuck Murray knows? better be in it. I guess as an actual zombie, maybe that's possible. That's uh, if he won't do, as long as he's not doing Ghostbusters, I'm completely yeah, thank fine. God, we'll talk about that later, actually, too. <laughs> um, so okay, so everyone pretty know pretty much knows my feelings, but I still have I'll still have fun with this movie. It's just don't expect this to be on my classics list. It's, it's <laughs> not, not. not a top 10 for you, which is fine. Okay, that's fine. No. So, all right. So, Kelly, you want to start us off then with how this movie begins? And we it's hard to go scene by scene in this movie because what are we going to talk about? Oh, there was a tornado and it was moving. Okay. No, I have, I have, I have, them, I have them listed. I have notes. I have lots of notes. All right. Don't time. be script reading, though. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. Either. Actually, right. do you know what? Out of all the script places I went, I went to 15 sites today. Could not find a Twister PDF script. Period. You know why that is? Because it's barely fucking written. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, this shouldn't be it. Really? Nobody's transcript of this? Really? Well, let me uh, at least say that uh, that Michael Crichton gets the credit 
for this, but Josh yeah. Whedon came in twice and had to rewrite this garbage. So <laughs> the to little try bit, to make it work. Yeah, and I mean, I love Josh Whedon, but even his magic touch doesn't work on this movie. I mean, it's funny, believe me. There are many, many funny parts, but awesome. the the writing is not up to par, as I would say. So, all right, go ahead, Kelly. Start it off. All right, so it opens. It's 1969. Um, I believe you're in either Oklahoma or, or one of the central states that, that, that yeah. do get hit. It's Oklahoma. And, uh, yeah. It is Oklahoma? Yeah, they have Texas state signs, but it's supposed to be Oklahoma. That was one of the movie goofs and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So it's pretty much just giving you the backstory on on your lead female, who's um, Joe Harding, which is played by Helen Hunt. But it's her as a child, and some very uh, traumatic incidents happens in this opening scene where uh, apparently an F5 hits her town. Um, they rush to the storm cellar, which is outside. And um, during all the commotion, her dad ends up dying in this opening scene, and that's what triggers this whole storm chasing aspect. My favorite thing is the yes. Wizard of Oz homage that they make um, because her dog, uh, Toby is a Karen Terrier, which is the same thing that Toto is in Wizard of Oz. So let me go ahead right now from the start and say that, hey, stupid dad, fuck I know. you. Like, I know. Look, you're already underneath everything. You didn't have to hold the door. You would have no. been fine with your wife and kid and dog, Because they were the fine way. after yeah. you got sucked out. Yeah, so, I mean, her whole basis for continuing to chase tornadoes into her mid-middle-agedness or whatever in this movie, yeah. you should have just been like, oh, my dad was really dumb and not worried about it because that's what and he was. And I'm moving to a state that doesn't have tornadoes. That would also be good. Uh, so. I have... I have, I'll share a story right now. I have been close to a tornado once before. I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and I was, I was working a part-time job there, and everyone just all of a sudden, it came around like 4 o'clock or something, and I looked out the window, and everything was pitch black. And I had never been around tornadoes. I had seen Twister like when I was younger. Uh, <laughs> so what did I know? And I was just like, oh, well, everyone in the office is gone. I might as well drive home. I started driving home, and I started to see cars pull off to the side of the road into ditches. And I saw the sky become even blacker and hail start to come down. So I just pulled right the fuck over, and I stayed, <laughs> I stayed in that ditch too. And that's really the end of my story. But it turned out there was a tornado that touched down like – 10 15 miles away from where i was so that's pretty close i mean yeah. i think that's close enough to have the story to be like i was close to a tornado i'll give you that yeah and i'm still here to talk about it maybe because i watched twister <laughs> i don't know it's, I, it's a it's a preparedness video yes there you go all right take us away so the dad dies he's an idiot so yeah yeah pretty much so that, that's the whole backstory on on joe um you cut over to present day um, it's the National Severe Storm Lab, which is a part of the Weather Center, and they are seeing that there's this. Wait, wait, wait! Uh, don't don't forget the the terrible CGI for the satellite dish that was orbiting <laughs> above, and then the worst picture of the Earth I've ever seen in my life. This was Google Maps. This is 20 <laughs> years ago. You could have gotten a better picture of the Earth. That's all I'm saying. That's, we had been in space by then. It's true. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They couldn't wow. get the rights from NASA. Uh, allegedly, know. Kelly. Allegedly. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I don't want to piss off the conspiracy theorists that listen to the podcast. <laughs> Who would be tuning in for Twister? They absolutely would be. Because the government controls the Twisters, obviously. That's how you get rid of the poor. 
You oh, didn't know that, George Kelly? Bush. Hello, Katrina. Oh, Kelly. How <laughs> dare you? All right, go ahead. Um, so, yeah, so apparently there's going to be this uh, this massive cluster, which they haven't seen in, oh, almost 20 years, to uh, that and if they all converge at the same time, it's going to be just nothing but just constant outbreaks of twisters. My third favorite part of the film is right here because it's the guy talking to the woman by her computer about how this is, yeah, the worst amount of tornadoes they've ever seen. She has a fucking coffee mug in her hand with tea, (laughs) and she drinks it and goes, it's going to be a long day. And then, so right there is funny enough, but then they cut to Oklahoma or whatever, and it's this upbeat, jolly, do-do-do-do, like adventure music. And it's like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? What a weird smash cut. Like that's, yeah, but that's, that's like every video game. Like you get all the dark backstory and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, let's start the quest. Ah, that's true. That's true. So yes. Okay, go ahead. I'm just going to interrupt with random things that I find funny. <laughs> all right. So it, so after the storm lab, it cuts over to you meet um, Bill Harding and his fiance, Melissa. Billy. Which is played Billy. by Bill Paxton. Yep. That's my, that's um, my country for that chick that's in the movie. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. What, she's from, I, I forget her name. She's from, uh, or she was from that show Still Standing. I don't remember any of the other stuff she was in. She's done a lot of other bit roles, too. Yeah. I want to say, I swear I've seen her in like two horror movies, but I can't, I don't know which ones. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's really, they get killed off her. Like, it, it's like a throwaway character. She's got a hell of a scream, which she uses a lot in this movie. Oh, it's Jamie Gertz. Yeah, Jamie Gertz yeah, yeah, yeah. is her name. Yep. Yeah, she was, oh, she was in The Lost Boys. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was in The Lost Boys. She was in The Neighbors. Entourage. I don't remember her in Entourage. Well, everybody's in Entourage. Well, that's that's true. Uh, I'm looking at Still Standings, where I remember Allie McBeal. Like, she's been in a lot ER. I yeah. mean, she's in she's in tons of stuff. Um, oh, she was in Seinfeld, too. Uh, oh, yeah. She was from the stall. She wouldn't yeah, give yeah. Elaine the... No toilet paper. Yeah. I can't I d- spare square. Yep, can't spare square. Yep, that was her. Uh, but yeah, she's wearing her best like 80s slash 90s hair in this yes. movie, and yeah, so her and uh, her and her Billy are uh, driving down Oklahoma Road, whatever the fuck. East nowhere, right? Because he's trying to meet up with his ex Joe, who's played by Helen Hunt, um, because he needs her to finish signing the divorce papers so he can marry Melissa. And then, of course, they come across the whole crew. So, how long have they been? How long has Joe and him been separated. Him and oh, Helen. Okay, so apparently they she got the papers in December because she makes reference to it. And he's like, "You didn't read them in December," and she says, "No." Right. But it's this gives you the feeling that this might be June. Like really the quick. Beginning, like, right. The beginning really, really quick. Season. Yeah. Like yeah. he like he bounced on her, and then hooked up with with uh, what's her name with Jamie Gertz. Right. And Melissa. then that was like it, Melissa or whatever. And then now he's getting the full divorce. He became a weatherman, and he's just got his whole life Lame. different. Yeah. Well, they make fun of him multiple times for that, so we'll <laughs> we'll get to that. Apparently, it's like the worst fucking thing ever. So, yes. Well, I mean, yeah. You were hardcore, and now you just kind of like stand in front of a green the screen. The extreme. <laughs> Thank you, Dusty. Oh, Dusty. <laughs> well, 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 actually, don't we, don't we get introduced to him right now? 
Yeah, we can do, uh, let's see, we can go through the crew. Uh, you know, Dusty, who's played by Philip Seymour Hoffman. We have Alan Rick, who is Rabbit, who is known for, um, he he's GPS before there was GPS. Yes, yes. Um, where's the list of my Fer- other people? Ferris Bueller's buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's Spin City, all yep. that kind of shit, yep. Um, we also have a lot of other random minor. Um, One of the guys from Lost is the, <laughs> it's in this show. Uh, he was... One of the others on the other island at one or on the other side at one point, uh, and he was also in Justified. Very good in both. Uh, right. Very good in both. I just don't remember his character name, but right. Yeah, yeah. But it's a who's who of like random cameos in this movie, anyway. Right. Yeah. And I mean, these are all fairly big character actors that you're like, oh yeah, that person's in it. Oh yeah, that person's in it. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, I went through this and I'm like, oh shit, everybody was young in this. Huh. Yeah. Really. Well, except for um, Helen Hunt, but. Yeah, mid thirties. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, no, I just, I don't know. <laughs> they they went through and they found like, I don't know. I've just never been attracted to Helen Hunt. I know she doesn't care. <laughs> I know she. I know, I know <laughs> You're she. You're not could, a blonde person. Yeah, I, I know she could care less, but yeah, I've never been attracted, and that's what I was thinking most of this movie. Was I'm uh, not that attracted to Helen Hunt. Well, that's because she's in like a jumpsuit the whole movie, and that took me a minute. I'm like, why the fuck are you? Those pants are horrible. Like, ugh. I don't know. I just I don't know what Paul Reiser saw in her. That's all. That's all I can say. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know which one you were. Was it mad about you that I brought up that? Is that why you're? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of. Uh, both ways. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All right, so um, obviously you you meet this whole crew, which is you know it's the band of misfits, and of course you know it's all second. Like these are the guys; they're the purists. They have all their own cars. They have no sponsorship. It fucking makes me laugh every time. Blah blah blah. Yes. Um, oh. And then uh, you get uh, individually meet by all the crew, but then um, Bill decides it'd be fun to inflict uh, um, Dusty on Melissa, and then he sits down and explains to her what the suck zone is. And then, of course, uh, Joe and him get into issues when it comes to um, Joe didn't sign all of her paperwork, so he's chasing her around the camp. And he's yeah. like, and of course, Joe says, you can't go anywhere because I have something I need to show you. And that's when she shows him Dorothy. Yes. And she's also wearing her wedding ring still. So right. she has to hide it from him. So she puts a bigger ring over top of it, but doesn't take it off. She no. just leaves it yeah, on. So right like there. She a glass ring over it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this seems such a weird way, like a sideways way of trying to win him back. I guess because that's what she's trying to do by well, not by not signing the divorce papers for one. Or forgetting to sign a, a paper. But yeah, on quote unquote forgetting. Uh, I didn't see this page. Yeah, right. because she hands it to him like it's all signed, and then right. he looks through and he goes, "Hey, you forgot a page." And I think it's the fucking last page, which right. is the one of the most important, if not the most important one, besides your little initials and stuff. Right. But, so. You know, obviously she's trying to win back. That's when she introduces him to Dorothy. So Dorothy is their uh, trash can that Rain holds <laughs> that holds <laughs> sensors uh, that are going to go up into a tornado and try to help them develop a system that will allow people to get an earlier warning for the tornado. And apparently, Bill has not told any of this part of his life to Melissa. She just knows him as a weatherman. Right, which I mean, like we've just figured out, they may have been together for six months. Maybe, and you still know. So she, it turns out she's a therapist or whatever. Awesome. And you still sex have therapist. a sex therapist, and you still don't know if he met her because he was a patient of hers. They joke about it, but they never actually tell you if that's the case. Yeah, they never confirm it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a possibility. 
That's a possibility for old uh, Billy Billy Paxton there. Yes. So now she gets introduced to all the rest of the people like uh, Joe Helen Hunt has to go over and meet her. Uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And basically, they find out that a tornado is coming, right? Right. They, get, I mean, they start getting some warnings. Right, right. They, they have all their equipment set up anyway in this random field. So they're starting to get hits back from their Doppler that um, that it's starting to spike and that, that the clouds are forming and blah, 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 blah. And everyone's like, welcome back. You know, welcome back. He's Bill. like, I'm not back. Yeah, he's not back. But he has to, at that point, he was just going to leave with Melissa and go, but realized that Helen Hunt still hadn't signed the divorce papers. So he's like, oh, well, we'll just go here and I'll get her to sign the divorce papers right. and that'll be that'll be it. I'll just drive you into a tornado. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. At least Which they get great. Well, they get to a gas station first, at least, right? Right. Yeah. So this whole time, you know, uh, Melissa is feigning interest in this because she's like, oh, I never knew you do like this kind of thing. You know, all that kind of stuff. She, he's like, I'll drop you off. And she's like, no, I want to stay. I'll you know? tag along. It'll be fine. Yeah, like that kind of thing. And for some reason, she always has a drink in her hands. So when they go in the gas station, she also has to get lemonades. Like, it's always <laughs> about these fucking lemonades with this chick. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's about. <laughs> Maybe she'd really enjoy that new Beyonce album. Oh, oh too soon? Too late? Ugh. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry. I had to. I mean, I got a show for the kids listening. I got a show that I'm hip, you know, to, to the music that's out there. You know? Yo. Yeah. For for <laughs> Ian Hates Music, we'll do our we'll do our lemonade uh, review. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Through through movies. Thanks for that. that awesome. That, Drag me into this. That'll that'll happen. Uh, yeah. So they, they get to the gas station and at the gas station, uh, Bill is a little bit annoyed, perturbed, one might say. <gasps> Because you see Wesley, you see the dread, <laughs> you see the dread pirate Roberts. <laughs> really? That's the only thing I'll ever think of him as. Men in tights. I don't know. Fuck that movie. <gasps> Seriously, I hate. I hate that movie. <laughs> I I hate it. Uh, I will watch The Princess Bride to no end. I love that movie. I'm uh, I'm fine with that. As you wish. <sighs> I that's that's pretty good. I my name is Inigo Montoya. You know, come on, Andre the Giants <laughs> in the fucking movie. Like, I uh, come on. Uh, but so he's there and he's got his. I don't know if I. I would hope that's not a natural accent. Uh, that little no. country boy thing he's doing. Well, apparently, if you're in Oklahoma, everybody has southern accents. I I guess so. I, I mean, Bill Bill does kind of. Helen Joe Hunt, doesn't. Joe doesn't. No. But then, uh, Melissa does. Right. Like Melissa Justin has a kind of does. Yeah. I, and I don't know where she's from. She might just no. be from she doesn't seem to understand tornadoes, so I'm guessing she's not from Oklahoma. Right. Yeah, so she's from somewhere else where they never see tornadoes ever. Which is fine. That's many, many of the states. Like right. that that makes total sense. It's I'm fine with it. They just never talk about it. So <laughs> she's just completely surprised and shocked every time she sees something. Uh but so Bill's Bill's first reaction to seeing uh, to seeing uh, Wesley, because that's all I'm going to call him. I don't care. Uh, to seeing Wesley is he's showing them his sensor trash can. Dock three. Yeah, dot three. And these ones, oh, so we never even mentioned. So the sensors that are in Dorothy are round because that makes sense because it's 
easily to like you can actually take them up in the wind it makes right. it makes sense the surface area wise round well, it's easier to throw a ball than to throw a cube yeah roundness it it flows there's there's more to it <laughs> it's uh, aerodynamic it's a- aerodynamic yes uh wesley's versions are square <laughs> are cubes and it makes no sense but basically it's the same technology because as Bill tells everyone, he stole it as he hits his hat as he's doing an interview. As he bitch slaps him. He bitch slaps him. Yeah. <laughs> across I'm like, the, dude, you, you can't even walk up and like cock him? Like, really? The top of the head. <laughs> not oh, even yeah. not even yeah, a slap know. on the face. <laughs> yeah. The top of the head. And then pulls him close, you know, by the by the shirt tails and is like, ah, oh, you stole Dorothy from me, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you dude. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's yeah. like, you're a weatherman. Like what the fuck? <laughs> like, go away. Yeah. But now what I what I did and I don't know if you noticed this, one of the guys in the crew in of uh, Wesley's crew, the uh uh the corporate bad storm chasers <gasps> who are still tra- who are still trying to help people, by the way. Right. <laughs> They're chasing tornadoes to help people. Uh but uh Kubiak from Parker Lewis Can't Lose right? is the enforcer. <laughs> Which is great because he does. He is the one that pushes everyone on the good Storm Chaser team away. It's Kubiak. It's great. <laughs> like, I love it. So I'm very for anyone who hasn't watched Parker Lewis Can't Lose. First of all, you've missed out. I don't know who you are or what you are. Uh, you should have known. I And I will, I will go out on a limb here. And I might turn some people off on this. I would always prefer to watch the seasons of Parker Lewis Can't Lose compared to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Because I think Parker Lewis is so much better. And he can't lose. So, right there. And there's a connection right there between the movie itself because Kubiak's in it and so is Ferris Bueller's buddy. All connected. All connected. We go all, all around here on Ian Hates Movies. It's just, <laughs> this, is why, this is why you pay us the big bucks, folks. It's true. So, so we can do this research. All right, Kelly, take it away. I probably said too much. <laughs> oh, my God. Where am I? Okay, so, yeah, the, they beat the hell out of each other, blah, blah, blah. But not well, really. There's no fight. Really. There's no, no real it's, fight. It's, it's a bitch fight. Like, yeah. not even really. It's just, yeah. This I've introduced you. This is how we've introduced you to the quote-unquote nemesis, blah, 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 blah. Snide comment, snide comment, walk away. Yep. Uh, and then, so, Melissa runs into Joe inside the To get some lemonade. Get some laminates. And uh, pretty much she confronts Joe saying that you're still in love with him. And Joe just kind of stares at her and is like... Yeah, this was really fucking okay, awkward. Okay, I'm going to walk away. Yeah, because she does not... Like, Melissa says it multiple times. Like, right. so you're still in love with him. I hope this isn't a ploy to get him back. Right. And Helen Hunt, this is her, her reaction is... It's not just to stay silent. It's to stick more fucking gum in her mouth. How much gum does she have in her mouth? Seriously, we talk about like cows flying around. Like she, I don't know what she's doing. She's she's doing her best cow impersonation, like chewing on cut or something, because it was really fucking weird. Sorry, I found it really gross. I found it really, really. Watch that scene again. I dare all of you. Now knowing what I've said, I dare all of you to go back to Twister and look at that scene again and count how many pieces of gum she puts in her mouth, and then she chews it, looking at her with her mouth open and never speaks. Except to say that they're on the same bill and then pays for her lemonades or whatever. Maybe it's foreshadowing for the cow scene. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, obviously this movie is very well put together, so it must be. (laughs) It's it's all movie hints. (laughs) Exactly. 
<laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm just so anyways go ahead so pretty much you come to find out that also um wesley i'm gonna i'll leave you fine i'll give into that Thank uh you. his turn uh he has no they all come from the same lab apparently it's like they all went to college together and they all separated on weird terms whatever he got corporate sponsorship and these guys are purists and that's why they don't like each other but you also find out that apparently he has the mindset but he doesn't have any of the Spidey senses for the for the tornadoes and the weather. So cut to Bill. Cut to Billy outside, Posing looking very well. Yeah, looking at just staring out to to the landscape and to the sky. And his way of knowing how the tornado is is or going is to pick up dirt and just let it fall out of his fucking hand. So that's the he is the tornado whisperer. Yes, human this. barometer. Yep. And it's they play weird music in the background too. Of course, the music cues are very funny in this movie awesome. as well. Yeah. So yeah, the the whole you know Helen Hunt's like oh you know it never changes. It's you know uh, Wesley's just gonna follow us. You know that kind of thing. Like even though they're they're technically not on the same side, they both do want to help people. That kind right. of thing. Yeah. But I mean, the, it's implied because he's got corporate sponsorship. He's only in it for the money. Yeah, and then they go to, you know, Dusty. Dusty goes over to see what Bill is saying because, you know, they right. haven't worked together for a while. So he's like, oh, the master's back. And Dusty, by the way, we haven't even hit on how funny uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is. Amazing. Yeah, he's he's dressed in like this weird off-color like hoodie. He's got a bad baseball cap on. He's got these huge uh, headphones on as well and goggles around right. his neck. And he just talks like a surfer guy who's in Oklahoma chasing tornadoes. Right. Yeah, it's it's great. Like, uh, I am not like, putting down this character whatsoever. It is a great no, no. character. But he's just, what? like, so excited when Bill knows where the tornadoes go. He's just like, yes, boss. Let's get it. He's like, woo! Woo, tornadoes! This is, like, the best thing ever. <laughs> like, it's so weird California surfer dude about a tornado. Yeah. I don't I don't know, but I weird casting, but hey, that's completely fine. Well like that's just it though. Like this character, I feel like you literally picked traits out of a hat and that's how you came up with Dusty. Because there's no way that any of this remotely makes sense. Yeah, none none whatsoever. None whatsoever. So now, you know, Bill realized where the tornado's going. He goes in the in the front truck with Joe. Right. And then has Melissa drive their truck by herself with the lemonades, you right? Know, which he never gets, by the way. So no, because she leaves happy. him on the top of the car, and she has to follow Dusty because she should be safe back there with him. Yeah, and Dusty's yes, he, in the barn burner, uh, which is a camper. short bus. Yeah, short bus with speakers coming out of it. So they yeah. put riding the storm out on <laughs> on a TV in the back, but they never get to the fucking hook. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. come on. Like, so they only paid up to that point and realized they actually couldn't pay for the good part of the song. Right. So that's. And every car that's chased, you know, every car part of their crew all has a different type of music. Has their own writing music, which yeah. is fantastic. We'll see. We have Oklahoma. We have um, um, uh, the Flight I, of the Bumblebees. Yeah, Flight of the like, Bumblebees, right. Awesome. Yep. And the only person that doesn't is uh, Melissa, who is taking therapy calls on right. her I, we were talking about this before the show. Is it, We don't know. It's a cross between a regular cell phone and Zach Morris's cell phone. It's right. like right in between there. But I don't know why a therapist would have a sat phone. I, I, don't, I don't understand. But it gets the best reception ever. 
Uh, yeah, well, that's what, see, I'm thinking it, it might be a satellite phone just because there's no way in 96 that any of East Buttfuck, Oklahoma had any type of cell reception. Right. And the reason why I think this is because also back then uh, therapy was at, at a premium and you pay extra to be able to get a hold of her uh, whenever you need wait, to. But the therapy is not at a premium now? It was more at a premium uh, then. Really? Because you're dealing with the 80s yuppies who oh. now developed more problems in the 90s. So you're not dealing with millennials now that can't Yeah, but now they, they don't even deal with her. But they just pull them up. Like they, they're all oh, up. right. So, yeah. oh, you're right. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So, yep. That's actually a good but, point. I don't understand that you're having such an argument with your husband um, that you need to – It's he, she's a sex therapist. So like I – wow. Like I don't even know how to – How do you speak through unless she was going like, oh, okay, so stroke this, put your hand there. Like what is she doing? Well, no, no. But like if you listen to her conversations with her, her two people that she keeps going back and forth through, apparently he feels that she only married him for his penis and – she, and the therapist is trying to tell them, no, that's not true. It's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, so what's he complaining about? Like, either way. Because I, I want her to love me for me, not just my body. I have definitely had that conversation before. <laughs> that's fucking for sure. I, I totally agree with that. I just don't know why you have to go to therapy for it. I thought that was just I thought Kelly, I thought that was regular relationship stuff. Right. Like, is that, That's, you just check that box off when you have yeah. that car. Okay, we've met, we've met this step in our relationship. Okay, good. We had that talk. Okay. Interesting. The amount of times I have told people I am not a piece of meat. I just I don't understand. I didn't know you needed therapy to make things work. I don't understand. You're put in a role. Stay in your role. I, we put you in a box and now you're trying to be all intellectual with us and it's like we don't need you to talk. Put you in a box is that yeah euphemism yeah <laughs> yes. okay all right i see where you're going kelly it's a good thing we have a we have an advisory on this on this show <laughs> so yeah this is twister with sex lessons from ian and kelly but not the game it would make more sense if we were doing the game <laughs> and doing sex tips from this is true this is tr- interesting do you know by the way put in twister memes and you get a slew of both which is very entertaining yeah i would assume so has yeah. has like has there been like a an adult film or anything that started with people play Twister first and then it like devolves into sex? God, I hope so. I'll have to look that up. Uh, All right. There's gotta be some separate, sort of separate podcast. Separate podcast. So yes. <laughs> so while they're I hope that transition segment went really well. <laughs> really right well. There, yep. <laughs> uh, that's that's why we're we're professionals. Uh so while this is happening uh, Joe and Bill in the truck in the front are right. now arguing like a married couple. Like they kind do. Of thing. Yes. And it's very a love-hate relationship, so it's pretty much like they argue all the time and they probably screw like maniacs. It's that situation they've set up. Sure. Yeah, I could see that. And she's, right. you know, she's being... Uh, condescending. You know, con- very, I was going to say woman-like, uh, but you can go with condescending. Same thing. <laughs> but, um, sh- see, we all play characters here, folks. Uh, <laughs> And Bill is like, don't start that shit with me. I don't want to hear it. Like, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Yeah, and she's like, I'm just having a... I'm just having a conversation. Yeah, I don't understand. Perfectly like civilized conversation. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> they start to realize uh, they're coming up to where the tornado is. Now, Bill is... They're firmly in front because they're the lead truck. So they're doing everything out in front. They're taking the most risk, I guess, is what you might want to say as well. Right. And then 
uh, on the opposite side of the of the road or way behind them, whatever it happens to be. Because I'm oh, it's behind them. It's the bad guy storm chasers. It's Wesley's group, and they're all in black SUVs, and they've got all the high tech no, 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 no. equipment. They're in a SUV and all minivans. Oh yeah, sorry, black minivans. You're you're right. You're right. Uh, and it, they're all like technologyed up. They're the ones flying, but you know the the pure storm, the extreme storm chasers. They only have like one laptop, and then a bunch of like black and white kind of TVs. Yeah, exactly. So they see a tornado off to their left, and they're following it. And you know they they're having the married couple bickering like, oh, you want to drive? Oh, yeah, I'm driving. You know, blah blah blah, all that kind of shit. Uh, and they get close enough to the tornado that they're going to try and deploy Dorothy, right? Right. Uh, they go in a ditch, and they start driving down while the tornado's on their left. But unfortunately, the drift is very... It's, it ends up being uh, being too deep, and they can't get out of the, right. of the shallowness or, or the whatever that they were in before. Uh, and they realize that they really can't get Dorothy to work because they have to take shelter. Right. Right. They get under this. They drive kind of under this bridge, and, and they ram into the bridge. They ram into the Joe's bridge. Joe's yes. truck is a piece of shit, and apparently has no brakes. Yeah, apparently, or and the tornado is coming right for him. Right at them. Yeah, right at him. Uh, and Joe wants to go ahead and open up Dorothy that's yeah. in the back of the trunk. Now it actually doesn't make sense with stuff that happens later on. They had plenty of time to just flip that top. Like there Absolutely. was, that's all they needed to do because that truck's going to get pulled into the tornado. So this would have actually worked and the whole movie would, would have been done. Would have been over. Yeah, right. exactly. Dorothy's anchored. She's not going to get knocked over. You just really need to remove some plastic. Yeah. So of course that doesn't happen because Bill takes her underneath the little bridge there. The truck gets sucked into the tornado, but somehow they don't. Still not exactly sure. Right. I didn't really. They're not anchored to anything. They're just kind of holding on, which is not enough if a truck can be taken away. (laughs) Um, All the boards of the little bridge get taken away, too. But somehow they're they're fine. So you're also you're also introduced to how Joe kind of has a death wish because she needs to see this happen. Like she's got some weird like I need to look into the eye of the storm kind of a thing going on. She kind of looks at the tornado longingly. Like maybe her father's riding them and he'll come back. Like that's the way she looks at tornadoes. <laughs> I'm going to give you some acting direction. Imagine that you have a lost parent and he's looking at you through the storm. Yeah, through the storm. Yes, exactly. Right. So <laughs> while this, so finally this tornado passes, Joe's like, where's my truck? And as <laughs> Melissa is driving forward, the truck falls face down smash right in front of her somehow she's an amazing driver because right. she goes amazing reaction skills right around the right around it with barely she's screaming her fucking ass off but she is completely fine no scratch on the truck whatsoever everything's good now the the and now bill has to comfort her and she's freaking the fuck out but dusty is like that was awesome like oh did <laughs> so you see the cool. truck yeah he's telling he's telling Bill pretty much how awesome it was that she was able to drive around. He's like, it was just like this. And he puts his hands out to like show like two feet away, like that kind of thing. Uh, And (laughs) the truck is smashed over its side. So Dorothy's also smashed. So they really, they can collect everything. But right now they're just getting the personal belongings out of the truck. And as they're doing that, the, uh, the corporate sponsored Wesley's bad storm chasers, 
follow up and the whole time Destiny is just calling them losers. And he's like, oh, you missed it again. You know, all that kind of shit. And I uh, really give them the rib. You know, like, or So yeah, that's that's your first tornado and your, for- and your first Dorothy because there are plenty more to go after <laughs> this. Yes. We're like fucking 30 minutes into this movie. There's so much more to go. Uh, all right. Yep. Take, us, take us to the next place here, Kelly. All right. So they're still getting massive readings. There's going to be another tornado touchdown. They're looking like it might be an F2 or F3. So Joe goes, Joe goes up to Bill and is like, so you got full coverage on your truck? And he's like, uh, liability only. And of course, he's like, no, no, you can't, no, you can't. Next scene, Dorothy is strapped to the back of his truck, and they're on their way to the next twister. Women always get what they want, am I right, fellas? Damn straight. Nudge, nudge, nudge. Yep. So, yeah, so now they're the front. Except when they won't accept their roles, and they can't stay in their box and listen. (sighs) Stay in the box, fellas. That's that's what Kelly wants you to remember. (laughs) Stay in the box. You have a role. Stick to your role. You're setting men back centuries good (laughs) just the way it should be i thought we were doing that well for ourselves anyways (laughs) (laughs) so now it's the three of them in the truck it's melissa joe and bill bill is driving uh melissa's in the back seat uh and they're chasing you know more more tornadoes always going after more tornadoes so they start speeding up they actually catch up somehow with the bad storm chasers uh, Wesley's group somehow I don't know right. it doesn't make much sense they start cutting back again to the national weather whatever the fuck that was at the beginning of the movie which right. makes no sense by the way they have nothing to do with the movie because they don't no. help anyone they don't no. tell anyone they're, they're anything. not in communication they're not nothing it's just you see them Filler. going lots of tornadoes oh my goodness there's so many tornadoes <laughs> like that's that's their there's role. a map of the US and it's all right here yep. bad colors bad colors they're just I'm sorry, it's just so funny. We're talking about fucking a movie where people are chasing tornadoes around. Like right? that's yeah, that's that's what they're doing. Uh, so they start getting closer to the tornado. Now they're getting the major storm weather, uh, hail, like, rain, ha- yeah. advanced winds, slight debris, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they actually get to now. I don't understand why they did this really, but. They don't even bother to get Dorothy ready for this next one because the tornado splits in three, like on the water. Right. Well, technically, still... yeah. yeah so those technically aren't twisters. Okay. So I, I want to know if that has something to do with it. And also, they're not; they're no longer the the F scale that they need, or it would be worth them. Like it's not going; they're not going to get up a reading. So I'm sure. Why would you waste this? What probably is expensive equipment? But it's still uh, dangerous, though. Right. Well, because well, this is the pinnacle scene where uh, not only is Melissa giving sex therapy or whatever in the back in of the, the car by whatever these are, multiple right. tornadoes or not, but then right. this is where the cow floats by for the first time. This is the cow part where everyone's yes. like, that's where your quote came from. Yes. And uh, so it's powerful enough to be doing that, but yet they're still driving right next to the tornado. Right. And then... It literally gets on top of them and starts moving it. And I thought this is where they just thought they were going to die because the truck starts spinning and turning like it's going to take them. Right. But it doesn't. So when this happens, this is your one of your first small inklings that 
Joe and Bill still have feelings for each other. They, as soon as it dissipates, they get out of the car and like embrace and talk about how fucking awesome it was. Right. Yeah. Cause they're both riding the high of the adrenaline rush while Melissa's in the back shitting her pants. Yeah. And then he has to go, you know, check oh, on shit, her. Melissa. Yeah. Oh, I remember I have an almost wife here as well. In you know, the backseat. Kind of yeah. Freaking out. And then all the storm chasers are like celebrating and. All that Which, kind okay, of so it's a, it can spin the truck, it can move a cow, but it can't take off a half-inch plexiglass off the top of this thing. Yes, which is very strange. But this movie isn't... This movie... There's, I there's don't no think, physics here. Yeah, I, there, and we'll get to way more of them later. <laughs> uh, but yes, I don't think it follows the laws of, of nature exactly. Uh, all movie physics. Right. So then they start talking about how they're hungry... Or whatever, and everyone's freaking out because they're close to Aunt Meg. Wakita. Yeah, Wakita yeah. and Aunt Meg, and I guess this is Joe's aunt, right? It's not her mom, right? No, no, no. It's her aunt, but I'm assuming it's probably mom's side. Yeah, yeah, most likely, most likely. Right. And you know, they go over to her house in Wakita, and she makes them all like these huge mungus steaks or whatever. Steak and eggs. Steak and yeah. eggs, yeah. And they talk about mashed potatoes and, and Joe makes gravy, I guess, which he's supposed to be really great at or something. I don't know what the deal with this whole thing is. Uh, but Because it, we're all a family and this is what we do. And it's storm just, you know, it's what we do. Yeah. yeah. And I do, this is my probably my favorite scene in the movie uh, because... Well, they're all talking a bunch of bullshit. Like, it starts off with, be like, you know, in a lightning storm, the safest thing to do is to grab your ankles and stick your butt in the air because it's, you know, it's the safest place to get struck. And then another one speaks up and it's like, you know, I wouldn't mind getting struck by lightning, you know, at least once. See what it feels like. Yes. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, Bill is showering and he's about to come down and Joe goes up to shower. So she's not part of this part here. But like... And Dusty is just putting food after, like, large amounts of food on <laughs> Melissa's plate. And she's just, like, having none of it. She just doesn't understand what's going on. She's right. like, why are people doing this? Like, this is crazy. All that kind of stuff. She's actually more freaked out by the food part than she is the tornadoes. <laughs> right. A little shell shock still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's definitely – yeah, you're right. She's probably in shock. Uh, and <laughs> this is where they start talking about the – they put on – I forgot. They put on the TV as well. And put it to the interview with Wesley where he's talking shit basically and right. saying how his team, you know, is the best and they're going to, you know, and this other team sucks and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So they're yelling at the TV and going boo and everyone hates him and Ooh. yeah, yeah. So that, that kind of shit. Uh, but they turn off the TV and they start talking about like the olden days, you know, like that kind of thing. Dusty starts talking about the extreme and I've mentioned it a few times because that's what I always remember from the shit <laughs> is the extreme. And that's that's not the name of their team. That's the name. That's the nickname for Bill. Bill. Bill is the extreme. Everyone's got fucking nicknames. And it's just right. it's, it's not worth besides Dusty and, and Bill. That's rabbit. Really, yeah. Yeah. yeah rab- and rabbit. That's really all you need to really know. Uh, but Philip Seymour Hoffman starts going into the story of why Bill is called the extreme because obviously Melissa wants to know. She's like, what is that? You know, what you know, that kind of thing. And they talk about how (laughs) there was a big tornado and Joe was out there for some reason and probably looking at it, you know, longingly, uh, like she tends to. (laughs) And Bill came out buck naked. And Bill's like, I wasn't naked. Super drunk. Yeah. He's like, I wasn't naked. And they're like, You were naked. And he's like, and yeah, they're like drunk, and he takes a bottle. 
and he stares at the tornado and he goes, have a drink and throws it in and the bottle never touches the ground. Ooh. And he's like, it wasn't that bad, you know, and he's like, there was a bad bill. And I murdered him or whatever. It's like, what? <laughs> no, Melissa, this isn't all true. I just want you to know that there was an evil bill, but don't worry. I killed him. Yeah, it's so fucking, I don't know, so weird. But it is my favorite part because I just love them talking about the extreme. And like. <laughs> but just like, that's not extreme. You're a drunken jackass and you still manage to get close enough to where a twister could pick up your bottle. Right. Yeah, exactly. So somehow you survive that, but other people don't. Uh, right. And while this talk is happening, Joe's upstairs showering, and she's, like, getting ready and trying to look nice, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess that's looking nice. Um, Clean. Yeah, cleaner or whatever. And uh, Meg comes up, and she's like, "Uh, you shouldn't even try. You can't make yourself less beautiful or whatever. And it's like, whoa. All right, you're related. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, she talks about Bill and you know their feelings. Heart to and, heart. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of bu- that kind of bullshit. Uh, right. But the other best part of this whole talk is they start talking about the levels of tornadoes, and this is yes. this continues on the best part of the movie because yes. they start mentioning you know there's like a two and a three and a four, and they say, well, what's a four? And he, and Bill's like, oh, that'll that'll uprev your house and yeah, move it relocate to another, your yeah house. that'll relocate your house to another and they kind of chuckle and since they've said two they've said three they've said four melissa's question makes complete sense. complete sense and in a conversation you would expect it to take place she goes is there an f5 right and you can hear a pin drop because yeah, everyone goes everyone goes silent i was i was actually expecting the way the music cues were for there to be like the the scratch on the record let's go uh and they go and the one guy comes over and goes finger of god dusty no it wasn't dusty it's the oh, other it glasses one oh, it's the yeah, other yeah. glasses one yeah right, the right. one that's listening to like the flight of the bumblebees or whatever right, the fuck right. but yeah and that's all that's it finger of god that's that's the only thing they say about it well it's just a, like we can make fun of everything else but like we don't actually want to come across this oh, like, well, it's that kind of and she says, has anyone seen uh, a F5 before? And they say, only one of us, and it's Joe. Joe. Yeah, because that's the one that took her father or whatever. Right. So, yeah. And then uh, F, it, it's the Fujita scale, apparently. So oh, I forgot that. I, I completely forgot the name of that. <laughs> that's something I want to completely forget. I don't even want to remember that. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you, what, you're never going to be on Jeopardy? God. You don't, you don't log this stuff away? I would highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. I, I don't think they put um, professional podcasters on on Jeopardy. Is that a thing? I tell you, I want to do. I hope so. I, I want to do Wipeout if that show is still around. <laughs> and all right, so I'll tell I'll tell everyone a secret here. Awesome. If you guys want a really fun way to wake up in the morning, you should get. We talked about the Rock. You should get the Rock Clock app because he gives you inspirational <laughs> messages every morning, and you can set the times but what do you do is you're supposed to put a goal in and my goal for every single day is to win ninja warrior so that's the one i really <laughs> want to be on i want to fucking do ninja warrior cool. that that would be awesome so okay. sidetrack sidetrack right. that's you know but i could go to japan i could do ninja yeah. warrior and then yeah. go to universal and see the twister ride see and everything. jaws and back to the future and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah so someday maybe i should put that as my goal 
life goal. I'm put that in the goal. Uh, but seriously, that rock clock's hilarious. Everyone should get that. <laughs> I love that you know that. It's a super popular app. I'm uh, sure it is. I, it just came out like a few weeks ago or something. Uh, but anyways, so they're looking on the TV, and again, they start to see like rumblings of another tornado. So it's time to go, and of course the bad storm chasers are are there as well. Right. But uh, they always take different routes because, of course, Bill is the man, and he's the tornado whisperer. So he can always tell just by looking at one where it's going, where the bad storm chasers cannot. So right. all their sponsorship and greed to help people cannot still lend them a helping hand when it comes you to don't get the spidey sense yeah no spidey sense whatsoever but I mean, this is this is this is a doc hammer versus iron man thing is what this is i mean this is it's it's the person who's trying to be iron man and you just can't be without that pure instinct very true so they they're seeing this tornado and now joe is driving this time yeah uh, joe's driving so bill has to put her like electronics on her or whatever and you get a little close moment between the two uh melissa is with uh dusty at this time yeah i'm not mistaken yep and now rabbit is telling them because he's the gps he's telling them where they're supposed to be going and they're cutting through this field and cutting through this field and then all of a sudden they hit the road because they're all making fun of him because they don't think he knows where he's going right and they cut through and right and they're if they hadn't turned right away, a very sharp turn, they would have hit the bad storm chasers because right. they're going straight on that road. They're coming out of a fucking cornfield. He's or nowhere. Yeah. 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 So they do end up finding a, uh, a new tornado uh, going off by themselves. It's hailing. It's, you know, whatever, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're, they're trying to get to the right position. And this time, Bill goes out and starts to set up Dorothy, right? Right. They go ahead and... I forget, do they even get to put it on the ground this time or not? They start having, well, the issue is that they're trying to prep it. They're getting pelted with hail. They're getting pelted with other stuff. Yes. Um, a, and then a boat, a motorboat goes past them at one point. Trike gets lodged into the windshield. Um, I believe what happens, here, I have, hold on, let's see what this, blah, 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 blah. Because, okay, so the oh, issue is that it's, I, I, it's a vanishing tornado so every time it disappears there's a good chance it's going to land on us and that's well, what freaks bill out i remember exactly what happens now so what okay. happens is uh he's setting up he's setting up dorothy to still be okay but while that's happening a lamp post or a, um one of the uh, electric wires going down the road the poles it breaks and falls and and this happens a lot in the movie specifically hits the worst part that it could possibly hit, but nothing right. else is falling down. So it ends up knocking Dorothy off of the truck and scattering the sensors all right, on right, the right. ground, yeah. all over the ground. Yeah. So, and that's one of the things that you're supposed to note is that they scatter very easily. They just <laughs> like, they're around. And they're they're around. Yeah. So unlike the cubes that would just, you know, <laughs> just these ones, there. these ones are, would be fine. But, while they're trying to collect the cubes or whatever, the tornado disappears. Like you were talking about, it's a you know a jumper or whatever. So everyone, everyone who's farther back doing all the analysis is pissed off because they don't know where the tornado went. But right. Bill is better than everyone and knows it's coming back. You know we need to get in this truck. We need to get out of here now. It's going to be right on top of us. Right. You know. So, but Joe, who has her death wish and wants to get this thing working needs to be like dragged into the truck to get out like she does not want to leave those sensors not not at all so then when the tornado finally dissipates again 
because it would have gotten them had they not driven away. Um, right. Joe is still calling to go back, um, and he's saying no, and then the, the tornado finally does dissipate one more time. They get out, and while it's you know raining and stuff, you know they have their their com- their confrontation, their full moment, their, their, yeah, 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 their passion. So do you wanna you wanna take this one? Sure. It's pretty much Bill's like, are you kidding me? Like you seriously do want to die? And it's like you know this won't bring your dad back. Like you get that no matter kind how a, much we do. Kind of a dick move. Because, kind of a dick move. Because he does say he he prefaces it before by saying, it was a long time ago. Get over it. Right. <laughs> like move on from your dad dying. In Watching a fucking tornado, yeah. Watching right. your dad die in a fucking tornado, yes. <laughs> and then her comeback to that was pretty much, you don't understand. You see it, miss this house, miss that house, and it comes after you. So, like, there's already that, like, weird, like, it's a Moby Dick moment where, like, I have to hunt down the whale and yeah. kill the whale. Like, it's that kind of. And he basically says, what are you, dumb? Yeah. The tornado's not following you. Like, You're don't right. be a yeah. fucking idiot. <laughs> Right. And mind you, this is all going back and forth, and they still have a little like this weird heart to heart thing at the end, where it's like, no matter what, I'm still here. And of course, this is all playing through um, the their mics. Yeah. So Melissa's hearing the whole damn yeah. thing because she's standing next to Dusty, who blares everything apparently. Right. And we haven't even mentioned really that every person on their team basically knows they're getting back together. Oh yeah, like they're probably gonna, they yeah. all just give them looks like, oh, this is normal. Oh, this it's is what it. they do. Yeah, yeah. Like they're not they're being really nice to Melissa. Like no one is mean to her whatsoever no. or says anything. Because but she's not a threat. Yeah. But yeah, they're just like, oh, you know, for sure they're getting back together, basically without saying it out loud right. kind of thing. So that's when Melissa, you can tell she's made up her mind kind of thing that this isn't going to work. That kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And then they cut, which I thought was cool, and I don't know how they got this to to happen, but they cut to the shining. Yes! Because it's an outdoor movie theater. Drive-in movie Drive-in theater. Movie, and they're actually showing parts of The Shining. And it's the part yeah. of The Shining where um, where the two little twin girls twins are. Twins are in the hallway. Yeah, which is one of the best scenes in the in the movie. Uh, so, yeah. So, they, they apparently there's a motel right next. Like, this is a kind of a cool setup. There's a motel right? next to this drive-in that has a nice concession stand to it. I miss – I don't know about you, Kelly, but did you ever get to go to drive-in movies? Yes, and there actually are still some around. Are they only in like California and Florida? Probably. All right, because I don't think there are any in the East Coast. I not, okay. not anymore. I, or it's very rare because of the bad weather and everything. True. But um, but yeah, I, I remember going to a couple when I was very young, uh, and I always liked that idea. Like I wish they were around now because I think I would. I mean, you paid one set price and you got to see like two or three movies. And you're just hanging out there in your own privacy. Like, you don't have to worry about being around other people. You can bring your friends and your buddies and girlfriend, whatever. You can bring them to the show, but it's your own private thing. If you guys want to talk because it's a movie that you don't care about, you can right. talk. You can do that kind of thing. You could do a podcast. Like, you could be doing a live podcast while you were watching a drive-in movie. Don't steal that idea. It's copyright. It's to all <laughs> you listening. It's, all infringement. Yes, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so they go there. Uh, Joe, for some reason, gets the divorce papers and signs the final thing she was supposed to. Not exactly sure. Maybe she. I guess she just pissed at Bill for that moment of dick you know, moment. That dick moment of you know, get over your father's death for Jeebus. Like, come on, he died so long ago. <laughs> Horrible. I just can't imagine ever saying that to anyone. Like, it's just. Get over your dead dad already. <laughs> Did you see? 
stay laughing. I can't so help. horrible. Well, come on. That's like uh, I still I, I remember listening to the uh, I don't know why it reminds me of it so much, but I remember listening to the uh, the director's commentary for the movie Heather's, which we still haven't done. And we will like we have so many amazing movies that we can still do on this podcast. I mean, but we want to keep it, you know. We're going back and forth, so we'll get to Heather's at some point. Uh, it's one of my all-time favorite movies, but I'm, I'm listening to the uh, director's commentary, and it comes up to the part of the funeral. There's a part at the end where the the father of the guy who's who's dead goes, "I love my dead gay son," <laughs> and she, like shouts it in the, the in the in the funeral, and the director says that's like one of his favorite lines, and it makes me laugh every time because <laughs> it's so out of place. And the the kid wasn't gay either. It was based on the suicide note that uh, that uh, Winona Ryder. I can't even. Uh, we need to talk about that movie at some point. Muddles together. It's it's my mind, Kelly. It's it's crazy. So, anyways, they are ordering coffees and shit uh, from the concession stand. Uh, Melissa is in her hotel room by herself, and she's playing with the engagement ring. Bill kind of saunters up finally, even though they've had these looks from across the distance uh, for a while. He <laughs> saunters up to her, orders some coffee, and tells her that he has a little issue with the sensors, the way they scattered uh, that afternoon. And she's like, oh, what? Were they too light? And he's like, I think so. I think you need a tether. But he's, she's like, well, how do you do it? And he's like, I don't know. They all of a sudden, more tornado. Because they see, so that's that's really I don't even know how to say it. Another fucking tornado. No, 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 no. Like you, you, there's the wind kind of picks up. You can hear kind of like the thunder in the background, and then they both realize that the the TVs keep going to static. Like right. there's some sort of interference. Yes. And then that's apparently what what triggers it. And everyone triggers the. <gasps> everyone goes, you know, there's a tornado coming, and that's when Bill goes, no, it's already here. And everyone freaks out. And <laughs> now it's everyone get underground, you know, all that kind of stuff. They get Melissa. Right. Now, this was another stupid thing that I thought happened that was, you know, another stupid thing in Twister right. that happened. Was that the guy from Lost decides to – now, he is a fucking – all he does is chase tornadoes yeah, for a living. No, 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 no. He seems like a noob and he seems like he's probably an intern because in the opening scene when you meet him, he doesn't even know to check the camera lens. Like he's a new person. Oh, okay. All right. It just seemed to me like they all had been – because they don't make fun of him enough for you to know that. Right. So – but yeah. There's he, no character development. He's 10 feet away from the garage where everyone is running into and right. instead decides to hide underneath the seat – of the van or whatever right. so joe goes back for him and it's easy because he's 10 feet away hey right. why don't stop being a douche and come on <laughs> yeah. so, so they yeah. yeah they they hide in a garage so they go underneath that little area where cars normally drive over so the mechanic can work in them right, right. The, the pit yeah the pit so they're all there and then this is where the whole action scene comes in is they're all no, they're all standing why would yeah, you be standing? They stand for the first time until glass gets thrown in every one of their eyes, by the way, right. where nothing happens. No. <laughs> and then they all start to crouch. But while this is happening, uh, you know, like siding boards come down. So one of the guys gets his head like cut, his forehead cut, but no fatalities or any or no, no, no. bad injuries enough to be worried about anything. Right. Now. And the way that he gets hit, you almost like you think he got scalped. 
Yeah, it almost looks like if they wanted to make this a real disaster movie, it <laughs> would have right. hit his fucking neck, his jugular, and it would have sprayed blood over everyone, and everyone would have been freaking out as the Horror tornado movie. comes. Yeah, right. Um, but a car gets thrown in there, and then the big sign for The Shining at the yeah, drive-in. Yeah, everything gets thrown at them. You see the the theater get ripped apart, which is kind of awesome. I yeah. mean, pretty much everyone somehow managed just to fit in the drive-through theater's bathrooms, which is impressive. What I'm guessing I swear, is, I would guess a bunch of people died. I, because you see people running off in the other direction. So unless right. they got underground in time, probably a lot of those people were dead. Uh, but they don't talk PG-13 about it. PG-13 movie, they don't touch it. Exactly. I think they swear like twice. I think I remember one fuck and one like bullshit. Something like you know, that. Or you hear a lot of son of a bitch. Yeah. But that's also, I mean, that's also one of the things I have a problem with in in all of these are... Like, like when we talk about Jurassic World, wouldn't the whole time of a fucking dinosaur was chasing you, you'd be like, fuck, 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 fuck you. <laughs> yeah, but like, this is why you like Deadpool, because he's realistic. Yeah, true. Well, it's also the same as if Jason is chasing you and and you fucking trip up and Jason's about to kill you, wouldn't you go like, you fucking piece of shit. Like, I fucked your mom. Like something wouldn't you right. yeah because he's I'm, I'm gonna going con- down with something after. yeah right. instead of fucking screaming and being a bitch about it like <laughs> fuck you i'm going out see you in hell bitch like like i love that's why i still love like halloween five when paul rudd like beats the living shit out of uh out of michael he just beats his fucking head in with a crowbar and continues to do it like i love shit like that i love when like more realistic stuff happens but anyway so Yes, uh, they they don't swear that much, but everyone survives that part, that garage part or whatever. Right. And as they're coming out now, they still tell Melissa like Melissa's like, oh, was that a F five or was that you know a big tornado or something? And the the one guy's like, no, that just barely great. That was a sidewinder. Yeah, that's just it though. Like those were sidewinds and those were microbursts. Like that wasn't even a twister. And like, she's just like, remote- holy <gasps> shit. Like yeah. She yeah she did not know but then Dusty starts listening to the and by the way somehow none of their trucks are damaged whatsoever in the Sidewinder like everything's fine. Well okay so now I want to say that the station wagon is one of the cars that gets thrown into the pit. Well then they just don't even care. No oh, apparently okay. all right. and they all just team up. Oh yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, okay. all, yeah Dusty's uh, short bus is fine. Oh yeah every and the other stuff too. So anything with equipment seems to be okay. It was yeah. yeah, totally cool. Yeah. So when Dusty goes in, they realize, or he realizes even before the news says it, that it's it's heading for Wakita, and we all know who's in Wakita, and now everyone's freaking out. But wait, precious seconds we can't lose, right, Kelly? Like they gotta go, they gotta go right. to Wakita right now. But no, no, wait, because <laughs> because Melissa has to take this time to break up. <laughs> with Bill. Duh. And what's great about it is it's a very civil breakup. And oh, if, no, yeah. if you were her, you would probably want to do the same thing too because why would you want to go into more tornadoes? No, no, yeah. You guys are psycho. I'm walking away. Yeah, so that makes more sense. But then she also says like, you know, you're in love with her or whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. Or it's because of her. She's like, I hope you can protect her. But she also likes to put, she goes, she says two things that I thought were kind of funny. Okay. One is uh, we both knew this was going to happen <laughs> was one of the things. I was like, weren't you both engaged? Like you have a – Like a day and a half ago? Yeah. She doesn't give the ring back, by the way. That's another thing. I forgot about that. Uh, but then the third thing is she says, oh, and I don't even know if this matters, but I don't even seem to really care. 
<laughs> and I was like, well, she's like, I'm not even really bothered with my decision. <laughs> so there are three things right there that are a little awesome. weird about this. But while this is happening, like Bill's like, oh, you know, he's nice about it. But everyone's waiting for them. So then yeah. finally Bill's like, okay, well, I'm ready to go. And they make it to Waikita. And Waikita is just decimated. There's just yeah. scenes and hit scenes of, yeah, hit head on. They show scenes and scenes of people outside of their, like, no more houses. At least most people seem to be okay, but right. it is it is a, a wasteland. Yeah, uh, it's, they are, it's sifting yeah. through debris. It's looking for anybody who might still be alive who didn't make it and stuff like that. They arrive to Meg's house, and Meg is trapped under some debris and there's a TV about to fall on her. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, tube TV, which are heavy and miserable. Yes. I was still wondering, like, they, they started to freak out when the TV... Now, it was probably like a 20-inch TV. Right. They were starting to freak out when it was falling. And I was just like, Bill, fucking catch it. <laughs> I mean, push it aside when it falls. It's not going to be that hard. Like, it's not the 50-inch tube TV. <laughs> it's going to be okay, buddy. Um, but they, they get, him out, they get uh, Meg out. And they get the dog out. Yep. So everything's fine there. Uh, Meg is being the strong type you would expect to be related to Joe. And right. she's like, I'm okay. I don't know. Patriarch. It's cool. Yeah. It's just a cut. Flesh wound. Flesh wound. Yeah, she's flesh covered wound. in blood. Yeah, yeah. Covered in blood. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going. And, you know, she tells, you know, she tells Bill to go back in and get the dog. And she's like, oh, I don't need to go to the hospital. I'll, I'll go drive. And Rabbit just goes, your car is two blocks the other way in a tree. Tree. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh. So then they go to the hospital, or they're about to go to the hospital, and that's where Dusty comes in. And I did like this part. I did like this part where he goes, he's sullen Dusty right now. And he goes up to her, and, you know, goes up to Joe and says, hey, Joe, I'm really not sure if you even want to know about this, but they're reporting an F5 over there yonder i don't right. I, don't, I don't remember what he fucking says yeah, there's so many fucking tornadoes in this place like <laughs> if anything that national weather place was fucking right when she went this is going to be a long day because right. this is all happening in a fucking day right like you do not want to live in oklahoma if this shit's <laughs> happening like yeah i guess i'm guessing not uh but yeah she goes no we got to go for this you know and, and what they realize is hey we need to increase the surface area of the sensors and anchor the trash can that's holding them, uh, Dorothy, uh, <laughs> or this isn't going to work. Which anyone should have been able to tell if you increase the surface area, of course, that is going to help. Like, did they not have scientists? Like, I guess they weren't sponsored, so maybe these were just people off the street. Uh, I don't know. I thought they had a lab. I, well, I, the funny thing, everyone in this is doctor except for Bill, just to let you know. If you actually oh. read all the – they're all apparently – have their PhD. Um, I didn't know But that. It, it's always good to hear your, your scientific wit coming through, sir. Yeah, sorry. Well, they see the they see the, what they have. You know, I haven't mentioned it every time and gone foreshadowing because I didn't really feel like it. But nah. multiple times in front of Meg's, like any time they've been to Meg's house, they'll show her wind channel. Windmills. Yeah, windmill yeah, things. Yeah. And that's supposed to give them the idea of what they're going to do with the sensors. That kind and of thing. And also, if you didn't know, this movie is sponsored by Dodge and Pepsi. And it's very blatant. Yes. And, you, the, and what I've also noticed is every time they show the tornado, the way that they do the coloring is the Pepsi symbol. Oh, sure. Okay. But let's also let's also say they could have easily put Pepsi in multiple other times because 
all Melissa was doing was drinking things. All the to-go cups were. Were they Pepsi, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then that's fine, then. All right. So she got a lemonade, but it was a Pepsi lemonade. So right, yeah, but they're all. Up. Well, it's like, you know, if you go to the movie theater, everything's Coke, even yeah. if you're not getting a Coke. Like, it's that kind of. Right. It's that. I just. I know it was a comedian a long time ago, and I've really never seen it happen in real life, but I would love to be around someone that at some point you went into a restaurant and you were ordering food, and he said, hey, I'd like a Coke, and they go, is Pepsi okay? And the person just went, no. No. It's, it's not. I've never, I've never <laughs> ever heard anyone. I'm done with this. Yeah. Fuck Get this place. Table flip. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Pepsi. What the <gasps> fuck? How dare you yeah i mean look they have no pepsi zero but i will tell you i was a huge fan of crystal pepsi i still think that's a fantastic idea look what do dentists tell you about drinking soda they go it's gonna stain your teeth well you know what doesn't stain your teeth clear sodas fuck it make everything clear (laughs) they they had gold gold jerry (laughs) i love crystal pepsi all right Anyway, so yes, they, they start making uh, little bow tie windmill type things out right. of Pepsi cans and putting them on all the sensors. That's their, that's their plan. And it's fine. That makes sense. Fancy Christmas ornaments is what they look like. Yeah, sure. And they have a little montage with the music. It's all, you know, 80s. We're building shit. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. 80s rock, even though it's a 90s <laughs> movie. 80s rock. And they're <laughs> just, they're fucking chasing this giant ass tornado. Right. Like, giant fucking tornado uh and you're like you guys are fucking nuts like there is no reason to be doing this uh they set up two dorothy's and this time they just put the little plastic uh tops on them and they leave they basically leave all the analysis guys behind all the rest of the crew so dusty and all them uh rabbit all them they're in the back and now it's just joe and bill and joe and bill are driving right next to that fucking tornado right next to it yeah. And it's not pulling them in. It's not doing anything. But it's a mile. Yeah. They they radio on them and they say it's fucking like a mile radius. In diameter. Yeah, in yeah. diameter or radius. I forget which one they said. Uh, and so they, they go ahead. They stop the truck. They put Dorothy out. And what happens is Dorothy by itself is still not anchored down technically. Not heavy enough. Right. And in keeping what I said about random things flying out and hitting the exact targets with nothing else happening whatsoever a tree branch flies out of the tornado and hits dorothy right in the fucking head and dorothy spills out all the sensors again or yeah it's just yeah all the sensors are gone and for some reason still not being picked up by the tornado which makes no sense because if it's pulling in tons of stuff it should also be pulling in those sensors that that's just the way it should be it makes right. no sense but so that same that same tree trunk thing that came out also specifically hits the car it's <laughs> the truck and goes under, underneath the back underneath wheel. so that they can't get off of it so they uh, go ahead four wheel drive like really dodge you managed to buy the only dodge truck that did well i know right and while they're trying to do this they go what is that and there's this long, shiny object coming out of the tornado. <laughs> yes! Large, large, shiny. And what is it, Kelly? Oh, gas tanker. Gas tanker. Which, Woo-hoo! by the way, you go, oh, well, maybe they'll get out of the tree trunk first 
and they'll get away from the tanker and everything will be cool and that'll be the closeness. No, no. Instead, the tanker does hit them, but it hits them just Nudges right. them <laughs> to free them. Yes, it it's almost like it's doing them a favor. The, yes. It's almost like the tornado wanted more of a challenge. You're like, 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 really, yeah. guys? Like, this is how I'm going to get no. you? No. Hits, hits them in the perfect direction, by the way. So now they can right. drive away from right. the tornado. Uh, but then explodes right in front of them as it hits. Awesome. Yeah, right there. Now they drive through Ball the blast. Fire. Yep. Yep. And they're fine. So yep. built, built Dodge Tough right there or whatever. <laughs> whatever their slogan is. Uh, and <laughs> they're fine. They've got one more Dorothy left. If that's if you're if you're counting along with us, right? That's one more Dorothy. Now everyone's freaking out. Uh, everyone's freaking out, talking to him, and they're like, "Oh, we're okay. We still got one more." But this is where the nice guys come in again because the bad storm chasers Wesley is chasing the tornado on the opposite side. Right now they go, "Oh, he's got the position." Let's tell him that he has to anchor his dot three or whatever right. and tell him that they need to you know, get more surface area on the sensors or whatever as well. Now, right. Wesley's not taking this for anything because he's like, oh, they're trying to you know, play me like this is going to work. Yeah. Sabotage Yeah, somehow. I don't know how. But now all the rest of their team is back. All the black minivans are away right. from they're the They're all tornado. parked too because they're trying to pick up any kind of information they can. Exactly. But the guy, the nice guys are trying to be nice, and they're telling him, hey, you need to do this, and then also get the fuck out of the way because that tornado is turning it's into turning. you. Yeah. yeah, and because once again, that's Bill. You know, he's the he's a tornado whisperer, and Wesley does not know these things, apparently, even though it's right next to him. He should be able to see that it's coming towards him. Uh, you know, right. it's coming right at us. Uh, he should know that. Uh, and his driver's like, hey, dude, we should stop. Like, let's yeah. go. Let's, let's listen, listen to, to them, him. please. Because you make me follow them no matter what anyway. Yeah, this is the first time we're, we're not, not really following. Them, yeah. really? Yep. Right. And so he's pissed, but he turns off the thing. And then all of a sudden, a huge bit of scaffolding <laughs> goes right through the windshield into the driver. Oh, ki- no, yeah. Killing him for sure. Instantly. Yeah. And then the tornado sucks uh, Wesley up <laughs> in the truck and then yep. spits him out. Yep. And you know he's dead. So now, yep. you know, Bill is pissed and he's like, ah, oh, damn it. And starts throwing them the walkie talkie and stuff. Because uh, now we've lost. Those are the only two people, really, that are dead in this movie besides the father. Right. right. That you see die. Yep. Uh, then there's a whole bunch of disaster movie stuff. Uh, they, they drive through with the truck, they drive through a house. The, uh, they think that, yeah. The awesome. house just, yeah, the house just rolls into the middle of the road and, and they, they have to drive through it right through it uh then like to make all this little bit shorter uh they end up <laughs> they end up driving through a cornfield where the tornado is and they right. go ahead and they set everything up on dorothy and their plan which is the smartest thing they have done pretty much right. is to just drive the truck into the tornado and let the sensors get picked up that way so that way right. you're not worried about the fucking thing falling over. Yeah, you're not worried about any of that. Yeah. Yep. So they have to dive out, which seemed difficult, but because the corn is trying to push the doors in and they <laughs> both had to jump. But instead of going through the back of the truck, they go through their they doors, <laughs> which makes no sense. But they no. did, they jumped and they were fine. Right. Sensors get picked up the way they're supposed to. Everyone's super fucking excited. 
uh, the analysis team is going crazy because it's reading all this data, which I couldn't decipher. I had no idea what it was just a random string numbers. of numbers. Yeah, it was just numbers with a bunch of E's, which didn't make any sense because I don't know what they were testing for. Why would why would their for even force? Why would force be that high? I I don't know. Anyway. So they're all happy, everyone's excited, everyone's celebrating, but then they realize, oh shit, that tornado's coming right for us. Right for us! <gasps> yep. So luckily for them, there is a uh, there's a farmhouse and stuff and near you, them. Wesley can't outrun the damn thing in a car, but they can outrun it on foot. Yes. Well, obviously. No obviously. Sh- duh. It's the 90s, he probably has Jordans on and we just don't know it. <laughs> So He's they're all pumped up. Yeah, Perfect. they're running, and by the way, they're running almost their horses, and the horses realize, holy shit, we got to get the fuck out of here. The horses start running. Now, I thought, I seriously, I remember seeing this when I was a kid. I thought that they were going to jump on the horses because this movie is so ridiculous right? that that would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, it would have made this movie for me if they had jumped on those horses and all of a sudden just rode away to safety. Uh, that is not the case. I don't think the horses died because we didn't see floating horses like the cow. No, and they actually show up again at the very end. Yes, yep. So they're they're fine. Now, one of the funny parts of the movie is they run into the barn, and you're like, oh, okay, they're going to be fine. They're just all these sickles and machetes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sharp-pointed things, yep. everything. And the line is, who the hell lives here? Yeah, and he's just like, No. And they just run <laughs> through. Is, yeah. Yep. And the tornado obviously just takes the entire barn, uh, just rips it to shreds. Uh, so they find this like outhouse slash water uh, house. It, it's, it's a pumping station. Yeah, it's, pumping yeah, it's station. Be some yeah. sort of well for something or whatever. So Bill goes. These obviously just knowing he goes. These pipelines go down thirty feet. Let's take these conveniently located leather, leather straps belts. That, yeah, that are on the walls and let's anchor ourselves to the pipes. Now, mind you, in the meantime, <laughs> when they're running and going through the barn and this and that, they're literally being shot at by spikes from the fence. Right. Like, barely missing. Like Everything's of. being thrown around. Right. But and for some reason, this straight is Straight through boards, like right. nothing. Yeah. And for some reason, this is fine that they're surrounded by a house as well, plus all the other things. Because what they do say about a tornado is it's not the spinning around of a tornado that kills you. It's the things it's taking with it and throws you afterwards. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just jump in a tornado, ride it around for a while like fucking Toto and Dorothy and then land. It's there are lots of things sharp that are inside the tornado and they fucking slice you apart. That's what happens. But apparently that the how the little station that they're in, everything gets shack. It's yeah, it's and they basically go through the eye of the like the tornado is on top of them and they're being pulled directly up. But the leather straps are fine. Guys. Right. It it works. No, no, mind you, it doesn't twist them around and cut them in half. It doesn't do any of that kind of like what no. No, it's not like the way a seatbelt sometimes does it in car accidents. Like right. it's it's not anything like that. They're just perfectly fine. No physics. Fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, so good idea by Bill. I mean, you gotta say <laughs> kudos. Improv. Yeah, nice. It worked. Uh, then you see the tornado leave. Uh, the family of the farmhouse comes out of their shelter. Like, wouldn't it have been nice for Bill and now, her you, to see no, that? It's like forty feet away too. Yeah. Like, really? You couldn't have been like, um, let's it. Yep, exactly. Uh, the horses, you do see them gallop Show by, gallop Ooh. by, and then now there's that water pump that is now spraying water all sexily 
uh, on her strap breaks if you look at it. She's no longer hanging. Uh, but yeah, so they they are now being drenched in water. Talking, all turned on, apparently. Yeah, all, all. I mean, look, if you don't know that a tornado is an aphrodisiac, then Ooh. you haven't lived. Uh, so yes, that's why they're in ditches. You know, it's just you know. Uh, so they're talking about how they're starting the lab, and then the the analysis. And he's like, "I'm gonna run the lab, and you're gonna do the analysis." She's like, "You're running the lab? What? That's ridiculous. That makes no sense." And then all the storm chasers show up, and they're all fucking excited because they have all the analysis and dogs barking, and everyone's happy. And Helen Hunts does something that I don't think she does in real life maybe and starts making out with bill such a hater <laughs> no i'm not hating I'm not such a hater i'm just not a fan of helen not because of her not because of her personal choices just because i don't like helen hunt that much okay bill paxton just reminds me of his character from true lies where i'm like i can't even look at you i think of... <gasps> you've seen that right what yes of you've course seen... oh, okay thank uh, god we might do that at some point Tom Arnold. Uh, I think whenever I think Bill Paxton, because first of all, I think how people mistake Bill Pullman and Bill Paxton, which is always funny. <laughs> True. Yeah. But then also, uh, I think of, what do you call it? Um, frailty. <laughs> if you remember the movie Frailty, which yeah. I wouldn't mind doing a Ian Hates movies for that because I was actually surprised that I didn't hate that movie. I thought that was a pretty unique thriller slash horror movie. Okay. Uh, and I, I liked it because it was very like religious based, but anti-religious and like culty, but not, I, I thought it was good. And that was one where Matthew McConaughey's in it, but he's only in it technically for like seven minutes. So it's not really, it was back when he wasn't acting. Yeah, but that's kind of how I feel about um, um, Wesley in this movie. Like you had all of 12 lines, maybe it's movie and you made how much, you're the third build person in the movie. Awesome. Yeah. Kudos to your agent. Like the only person who could beat that is Mark Hamill. He said no lines in the last Star Wars movie and it made a fuck ton of movie. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Very true. Very true. So that is our review of Twister. Yay, Twister. Woo. Uh, So so I know Kelly's super excited. Yes. No, the Blu-ray had all kinds of fun extra features, which I did totally watch. Um, And then I, because I am so awesome and my amazing collection of Laserdisc movies, I also (laughs) put that. I have that in my collection as well. And there's even extra stuff. So, Uh, yeah. I had fun reviewing this. uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what are... Well, I... one of my one of my little uh, tidbits that I found when I was researching is oh. that uh, this was the first movie ever on DVD. I think my dad actually owns that DVD too. Yeah, first one, and it was the last one on HD DVD. If you remember that format, besides, <laughs> before Blu-ray destroyed it. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. So that's because Blu-ray said, "Hey, we'll take your porn." Pretty much. <laughs> yep. That's how things work. No problem with that. Yep. So I I would say I'd, I'd recommend Twister to people. Well, first of all, I highly doubt we're talking to anyone who hasn't seen Twister. Right. Yeah. Let's, let's say that for the first thing. But if you haven't seen Twister, I guess I would because it's, it's not on purpose funny. And I do like <laughs> movies that are funny not on purpose. Oh, yeah. 
I would uh, I would at least do that. And I know, Kelly, you would definitely recommend this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Buy it on Laserdisc is what Kelly says. Hell yeah. You get all kinds of extra artwork. Anyway. We actually uh, we forgot to mention that. Uh, so it's a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Right. A 57% on Rotten Tomatoes, which Boom. makes sense, by the way. Uh, <laughs> but then also, because this is such an old movie, there's no Metacritic and there's no any of the other thing. It's nope. 2.5 out of 4 from Roger Ebert. So if any of <laughs> any of you youngins even know who Roger Ebert is. Wow, that's uh, when Cisco was still alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's that's it. So I I can agree with that rating. Okay, so now saying this, now it was made in '96 with a budget of 92 million, but it made 241 oh, million gross. It was the like second highest grossing movie of 1996 or something like that. Yep. But it was also rightfully so nominated for Razzies <laughs> because of writing. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Yeah, it's terrible writing. I mean, oh, there was okay. there was no reason in the story to even have the Melissa character. Like, this probably would have been this would have been a a more fun movie probably if they had focused in on the team itself and then done that they were just bickering husband and wife. Right, right. They definitely could have gave you more character development with them instead of having Melissa. But Melissa was fun because you got you're coming in as the complete novice, and how would you react? And then we're gonna add in the random sexual references, which is always kind of fun. Well, the, the the stupid thing would be that if they did, if they did actually reboot this movie or do a remake, they'd probably make it like the uh, remake for Point Break, where they'd make it all like it would all be focused on the twisters themselves and like the back and forth between the good guys and the bad guy followers and all that shit. Like that's probably how they would do it. But it was that's the fun part of this movie for me anyways is the whole the extreme versus the corporate kiss butts which is <laughs> purists. Yeah, that that kind of thing. Versus the sellouts. Yeah. So that's our that's our review for Twister. Hopefully you enjoyed our <laughs> 20 years in the making review. Woo! I know, right? Uh, so let's let's hit on some other movie news uh, okay. while we're while we're here because this wasn't a two and a half hour long <laughs> review, so we can go ahead and do this. Uh, so, did you watch the brand new uh, no. Ghostbusters trailer? You did but not. But I saw you. I saw you tweet about it today or whatever. I did. Um, Social media. It. Yes, my my joke, my comment uh, was that, <laughs> hey YouTube, here's your second worst rated. A trailer now ever <laughs> ever um yeah it's garbage it's absolute garbage uh they did not they expanded on one quote-unquote joke and it's where um i forget what her name is in real life but um the tall one the the big one uh she from the snl she's hilarious i just i'm forgetting her um, i'm blanking on her name right now i don't remember but she for some reason they're at the the rock show and she jumps off the stage backwards, and everyone's there, and then they're not to catch her. And when she gets, when she's on the ground, she yells back, "I don't know if this is a race thing or a woman thing, but I'm not happy." And it's like we get it, you're big, that's why they didn't catch you. So you're saying it's because of race or a woman, and that's supposed to be funny, I guess. I. Um- because this is a joke that has not been used hundreds of Ex- other ever since crowd surfing came out, any big person never gets caught ever. Exactly, e- exactly. So 
I, I don't know how that's supposed to be funny. I don't know how that's supposed to make people want to watch the movie. And then it was just the same other shit that no one cares about. And they sh- Oh, well, they did show, and maybe this is actually kind of funny. Uh, they did show uh, Thor. What's his name? Chris Hemsworth. Really? Chris Hemsworth. <gasps> they showed him multiple times. So I guess maybe they're trying to be like, oh, well, if it was a woman thing, let us show you that there's a man in this movie. Like ridiculous it's actually funny if i was the director if i was paul feig in this movie uh, right now i would say fuck you guys for cutting that like that because they do showcase him more and show that he's going to be the main bad guy because he gets possessed by one of the ghosts and then that's the guy they have to fight against bam look at that hollywood look at hollywood trying to switch it Women around against men. yeah Ooh. Just like everyday life, Kelly. I'm telling you. Just like everyday life. Uh, It's going to suck. Uh, That movie is going to be terrible. What I did notice in the releases is barely, like, nothing is opening up against it, uh, which I think is also conspiracy, so that more people go see it uh, and that it does well, which I think still, I think it still will do well. Uh, That was. Wait, 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 wait. What was Batman and Superman up against? That was actually up against something. Shit, what was that up against? I know there was something else because they were pissed that they were up against Batman and Superman. But I, I'm missing it. But you're right. Most movies will destroy that competition. But literally, there's nothing else opening that day other than that movie. Whatever. So that's, yeah. that's garbage. <laughs> Woo! That's garbage. But then let's also go ahead and make fun of something that we don't normally make fun of. The new X-Men movie. <laughs> that's the excitement right there <laughs> that's so, because, okay so this will not be uh, this will not be batman superman bad but it will be a hell of a train wreck and it's gonna be fun i'm excited to sit watch it because this will be a, just a clusterfuck it'll be great well i'm not i mean look i was excited a long time ago i was when i first realized because i liked days of future past and i liked the reboot that they did like i thought they were going in the right direction except for jennifer lawrence i've always been against her forever and ever uh that's not a new thing uh but in everything else i was pretty much okay with everything that they were doing i really like apocalypse i think olivia munn is a great cast (gasps) for psylox yes I, i think that's great um i'm looking forward to the revamp of storm because yep. I've always hated Halle Berry as Storm. I hated the cartoony way they wrote her. I hated yeah. that terrible accent she put on. It was just terrible. She's a very, very po- powerful and popular mutant. And they did it a very bad disservice with what right. they did for her in those movies. Right. So to see a new Storm come in, I, I was happy about that. The, the problem is there have been many, many issues with the film so far in what they've talked about. And Brian Singer came out and we talked about this. I think the not last week, but the other week, one of the right. weeks we talked about it. But now it also has a fucking 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Movies don't go up from that when they're two weeks away. Yeah. That's a very, very bad sign. Because if anything, it's going to continue to go down. And I don't think it'll hit Batman Superman level down. No, no, no. But it'll probably be at around 40% by the time it comes out i think that's my guess and that doesn't mean you have to take people's reviews as like look i make fun of a ton of fucking movies on this podcast i'm sure right. people still go out and watch them like right, 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 yeah. they listen hopefully for the humor and you know whatever whatever they happen to listen uh, to our Semantics. show for uh, yeah, well, yeah banter whatever yes, it happens banter. to be but 
that is a very, very bad sign for a superhero movie to be that low in the ratings when it's two weeks away or a week away now uh, right. from coming out. So I that's scary to me. That makes me not want to go buy a ticket to see it because that was originally what we were going to do. Right. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I still might want to see it, but the question is, do I want to pay 25 bucks to see it? Because that's how much a ticket to the movies costs now, youngins. It's 25 bucks. <laughs> so I, because I don't want to sit in regular seats anymore. I need a seat. I'm 6'5". I, I need, I need a good seat. Ugh. I, yeah, I know. I know all those all those years and years of sitting. In, I know in those little <laughs> seats. I just can't stand it now. Now I have to have a nice reclining leather seat, but it's still twenty five to thirty bucks. All right. Well, I think we're done. I, I guess cool. I'm so used to doing two and a half hour podcasts. I just <laughs> I keep keep talking. All right. So Kelly, would you like to do your plugs? Sure. You can always find me on Instagram at Nerdy Girl Ivy, and of course on Facebook at Nerdy Girl Ivy. I am going to tell people what the next movie is going to be. Okay, yeah, because I don't have any good teaser stuff for that. So the next movie... Because I actually didn't really read the books when I was younger. What? I think I read like two. They were too scary. I couldn't read. Oh, okay. Well, we'll talk about that. (laughs) We will talk about that. Uh, So the movie we're going to do, we're switching up. We went from a 20-year-old movie to a less than one-year-old movie, I guess. Uh, Yeah, but it it was from books that were made 20 years ago. Well, true, 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 true. Uh, If you haven't put it together, we are doing Goosebumps. So uh, I'll save you my opinion for now, but know that we will be tying in some of the books because that got me into Stephen King. Uh, So we will we will definitely be talking about that. Uh, And then we'll tell you next time what the next movie will be because we don't want to spoil that. We do have a plan coming out. Yes. So yeah. (laughs) So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, we don't wing it here at all. What? No, no, not Once at all. In advance. Not at all. So let me do the plugs because I think I forgot to do those the last time. Uh, you're <laughs> you're listening somehow, uh, which is right. good. So thank you very much. If you like the show, please rate, subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes. Like we said, the the more ratings this gets, the better. Like we get up on the standings, and then more people listen, and we give you more content. Uh, we can start doing more things. So if you can, that would really help us out. Uh, also, you can interact with us on Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast. You can send emails uh, g- at Gmail. It's Ian Hates at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And then the website is www.ianhates.com. Uh, we also, uh, I do a music podcast as well. It's called Ian Hates Music. It's just a separate podcast feed. So you can search all the same things on all the same platforms, all the apps, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, all of that. And uh, we just had a great interview with the band Pharaoh Lux. Uh, ben and Vic were awesome. We even talked about some movies during that uh, during that podcast. And then, like I said, I have a huge announcement for next week. Uh, one of my favorite all-time vocalists uh, came on the show, and it's a solo interview. I did it by myself. Uh, so that will be coming up uh, next week as well. So tons of more bands coming as well. So if you like that type of music or if you just like hearing bands talk about uh, their craft, uh, that is my show to listen to, Ian Hates Music. So I think that's all good. I was going to switch it up. I was thinking of a new catchphrase. <gasps> But I want to stick with the Dark Tower because I love it so much. So I'm going to have two catchphrases. 
And I might do that. I might, I'll figure out how to do this, but my, let's go with the new one. No matter how attached I am to you, no matter how much I care about you, if you turn into a zombie, I would not hesitate to kill you. And I would expect the same in return. Does that work as a, does that work as a catchphrase? (laughs) I don't even know. Does it? Yeah, it's a little long, but it works. Yeah, it's a little long winded. All right. Well, I'll stick with the regular one. I like it though, but I'll I'll stick with the regular one. Um, I'll leave you like I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. 